We have got the man himself from Owl's Nest Barbecue, Steve Ray. That's uh, I love the research and development department that you've got there, Steve. That's quite uh, quite good. You like that? I like that a bunch. I do. Man, up, Scott? Th- thank you for the you, thank you for the time, Steve. We appreciate it, man. Getting ready for a big weekend. Yeah, you know, it's a big weekend. It's a big week in the barbecue uh, business. This is, um, do you know there's a barbecue hall of fame? I did not. It's got to be in Texas, though, right? This is this is legitimate, too. Uh, new members this week were Ollie Gates from uh, Kansas City, Rodney Scott from over in Charleston. The, uh, you may have seen his uh, show on Netflix when they did a special on him. And uh, Meathead Goldwyn of AmazingRibs.com, if you've been on the Internet, <laughs> Looking for barbecue information. I'm sure you've come across AmazingRibs.com. And Meathead was... Uh, Meathead. <laughs> isn't that a great name? Perfect name for a barbecue. It would be my go-to yeah, for information. I mean, how, I mean how, how could you not go to Meathead? You know? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, what makes it even better, he's going to be on my show tonight. Oh, oh nice. Nice, yeah. Fantastic. So barbecue Hall of Famer. That's awesome. That, so- that'd be like... Uh, Scott and, and Joe, that'd be like you guys interviewing Tom Watson. We do Certainly it. not the greatest that ever lived, but closer to the top than to the middle. There you go. I like <laughs> it. Where is that bar- barbecue Hall of Fame located? Uh, Kansas City. I don't. It's it's virtual right now. They don't have a oh, okay. uh, brick and mortar place you. yet, but they're but they're working on that. I got you. They're That's cool. On that. Some of the uh, some of the people in it you may have heard of is Myron Mixon. Yep. Uh, Guy Fieri from yeah. uh, We know him. Tuffy Stone, Chris Lilly from you know Big Bob Gibson's down in Decatur, Alabama. Ooh. If you've ever been down there. Uh, right here, have, you, have y'all ever been to the rendezvous in Memphis? Yep. I have not. Charlie Burgos, he's in it. It's good. And uh, probably the most popular guy from these parts is uh, John Big Daddy Bishop from you know where. That's right, Dreamland, baby. Mm-hmm. You got it. Down there in Tuscaloosa, he's a member of the Barbecue Hall of Fame he as well. Sh- he should be. There's no doubt. So what's your what's your ideas for Memorial Day? I mean, we can go anywhere from uh, brisket all the way down to hot dogs. I mean, we're doing a little bit of everything at our house, well, but... What, what well, do you what got I thought, suggestions what I, do, what I thought I'd do is share with everybody my uh, my pork butt method and recipe. Sure. And, Joe, that's kind of like getting a hitting lesson from Ted Williams, you know what? Hey, I like it. <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, is, this is what you do, Scott. Get your pen, get your pen and uh, pay, uh, paper ready. You're going to pick up at, at, uh, at Walmart, Food City, Publix, wherever you shop at, an eight- to nine-pound bone-in pork butt okay now you don't you know when you go in there you, you know the pork butt is actually the front shoulder the the what you would think the the, the butt would be on the pig is the ham right. so the front shoulder is the pork butt okay and uh uh you're going to put put it in a pan take the take it out of the cryovac uh you don't have to hardly do any trimming at all they, they usually come pretty clean uh, you might want to take off a few little um it's something sticking off of it just cut it off it won't take but a second and um, what you need to do is put it in a pan and put sea salt all over it, just a real thin layer of sea salt, both sides, and put it back in the pan and then put it back in the refrigerator and let it sit overnight, uncovered, okay? It's going to get real dried out that way, and that salt, the uh, only thing that penetrates meat is salt, and that salt will get down just a little bit. It won't get down too much, but just a little bit. And then what you're going to do the next day, set your smoker, and I think you've got a big green egg, don't you, Scott? Uh, no, we've just got, uh, one of those grills with the gas on one side and the pellet, the, uh, wood chips on the other. Oh, okay. Well, set your, whatever you're, whatever you're using, set it to 285 degrees. Gotcha. Spray down the butt with some butter, like spray butter. 
Nice. And then put your favorite rub on it. Now, in my case, my favorite rub is Butcher Barbecue Grilling Addiction. You want to put that all over the butt, front and, and back. Now, leave the butt in the pan. That's where a lot of people do a lot of difference. I cook all my food in a pan. That keeps it all, it keeps my smoker and my grill clean. And I just think it does, it does a better job of cooking the meat because you've got all the juices and everything contained in the pan. And put that butt, put that butt in the pan and put it fat side up, not fat side down, fat side up. Because underneath that little thin layer of fat that's on a pork butt, the little bit of meat that's underneath that fat is the best meat on the butt. And I call that the cook's the cook serving. <laughs> I like it. Doing that, you can kind of pick on that when everybody's not looking. That tastes just like pork belly. After about two hours, you're going to spritz the butt with butter again, okay? And then leave it in the smoker. And after four hours, what you're going to do is you're going to go in there, and you're going to spritz it, and then you're going to check the internal temperature. You want to go right into the fattest part of the butt, right in the middle. And uh, make sure you don't hit the bone. And if it's 165 degrees or more, pour some apple juice in the pan and put some honey all over that pork butt. And then cover it in the pan with heavy-duty aluminum foil and crimp the sides real tight. Because what that, what that, what you're going to do, you're going to steam it the rest of the way. Yeah, keep the moisture in, now, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, for, now for as far as smoking it, it's it's over at that point. You can use your smoker or you could use the oven inside your house. But set that to about 310 degrees. Bump it up a little bit. And you're going to cook that butt in the pan with the cover with foil until the internal temperature reaches 210 degrees. You can check the temperature. Just, just poke through the foil. That's okay. Let it sit in a cooler for about an hour. Then take it out of the cooler, and that's when you're going to pull it. Now, it's going to be really hot, so either use some, a fork uh, a couple forks, or if you got those bear claws, some people use that. Or get some, um, get two of those uh, rubber food handling gloves and put two on each hand, and uh, you'll be able to, uh, uh, you know, pick through the meat, get the fat out, and put all that meat into a pan. And there, you're pulled pork, perfect. Nice. And then what you want to do after you pull it, that's when you want to introduce some more uh, rub in it. You know, put some more rub in there and mix it up. Cause that's really the only way to get a flavor inside of a butt is either to inject it. Or just sprinkle it in at the end. And sprinkling it at the end is the best way to do it. It's a lot easier. Really? I never really thought about doing it that way, but that makes sense, of uh, putting the rub yeah. in afterwards because it's already hot and it's going to you know, go right into the meat. Exactly. And it turns out great, Scott. You'll be the, uh, you'll be the hit of the party. Everybody will <laughs> clapping for you. Women will be throwing themselves at you and men will bow down. And it's, it's great. And so it's when, great. when you say cooler, are you talking about just like a, a normal ice cooler or are you talking about putting your refrigerator? No, 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 not a cooler. You want to use a cooler, but what you're going to use it for, Joe, is a uh, insulator. Don't put ice in it. I'm sorry. I should okay. have said that. Okay. It's going to be like a hot box. Okay. You're going to use it to, to keep it warm. You want the, you want all the juices inside the meat to kind of settle down and spread out again, and uh, you don't want it to cool down real fast. And that cooler will you know act as a uh, insulator. Man, that's, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, and keeping it moist. Mm-hmm, Exactly. And that is that that is the that will be the world's best pork butt. And you know, you know, you really you think about it, Scott and Joe, that's pretty easy. Yeah, There's not sure. a whole lot of steps to it. Um and like you say, Scott, you could do it on a you know, you could do this on a gas grill. You could do it indirect. You could start your gas grill on one side, put the butt in a pan on the other side of the gas grill, 
set it down real low and watch your thermometer until it hits 285. And you can do it that way. There's all kinds of different ways to, you know, smoke meat. You don't need a fancy smoker or right. anything like that. You can do it on a, uh, a lot of people do it on a Weber kettle, you know, set it up for two zone cooking. And um, it, you probably got what you need at the house. Everybody, you know, worries about I don't have the right stuff. And you probably do have the right stuff. Just no direct direct uh, flame or direct heat. You want to yeah, yeah, you just want to keep it off direct heat, right. right. You just want to do it on, on just, uh, you know, blow-by heat. So I want you to tell the folks about, and I saw you on uh, Julie Edwards' show on Channel 3, uh, talk about this smoked meatloaf and smoked macaroni and cheese that you do as a side because, my gosh, that looked phenomenal, man. <laughs> I was just my like, favorite. holy cow. You know, I've always been a meatloaf fan. You know what's funny? My Me mother, too. My mother used to do meatloaf, and it was terrible. <laughs> and, and I loved my mom, and I, and, but it was dry. And it wasn't, until, it wasn't until I married my wife, Barbara, that, she made meatloaf one time, and it was, I mean, it was perfect. I said, man, this stuff tastes good. So so I recreated that, her recipe, and it's very simple. It's a pound and a half of um, 80-20 beef. It's a cup of milk. It's a cup of, um, uh, what do they call it, breadcrumbs, uh, one egg, and um, I throw some onions in there. And uh, that's it. You mix it up real good, and I put it in the two. I split it up. And I put it in the two of those little aluminum aluminum uh, meatloaf loaves, right? And uh, put them in your smoker or your grill at three hundred and fifty degrees, and cook it for one hour. And it will put when before you put it in, put some barbecue sauce on the top of the uh, meatloaf, mm. and it will be the best meatloaf you have ever had. When you cut and into that so thing, simple. it looks so juicy and good, and just I was just like, I wanted to just reach right through the television screen and grab it. it was, know, there, there's, oh, a, there's a lot of foods out there that you can. Uh, it's hard to mess up. It's I think it's it's easy to mess up meatloaf, but if you do it right, you get it just just the way you like it. It's fantastic. It's one of those, yeah. one of those foods. You know, it finicky. seems like too. It seems too the simpler the recipe, the better. Because I'm I'm certainly no cook. But uh, every time when I when I Google stuff, I always Google you know I always Google easy you know easy meatloaf recipe, mm-hmm. easy macaroni and cheese, and uh, because that's that's usually the stuff that tastes the best. So do you put the mac and cheese in for the same length and the same heat? Yeah, uh huh. Three fifty for an hour. There's all kinds of different ways. What I usually do is just I'll just I'll make a I've got a I've got a mac and cheese recipe that I got from um, uh, John Land over in. Uh, Charleston, he's got a barbecue restaurant over there. I didn't get it from him personally. I got it out of a magazine. And I use it, and you uh, just cook it at 350 degrees again in your smoker for one hour. And uh, you and you crumple up some cheese on the top and let it melt in. <laughs> and, you know, it's just enough smoke, and it's just like a, 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 like a kiss. It's just something that, you know, when you eat it, it's, it doesn't taste like it's been cooking over a log or anything. It's just a different taste, you know. Everybody will, you know, either go, "Boy, that's really good," you know, or "That's that is different," and it's a good, it's a good difference. It's not a, uh, you know, it's not a bad difference. I'll tell you something that I've I've never really liked, and some people love it, is that liquid smoke. Uh, do you use any of that anytime? And and if you do, how do you do it correctly? Well, it, it, liquid smoke is it's not a. You got to remember, it's not a it's not a replacement for a barbecue. It's no, no hand. question about that. Yeah. If I was like, if I was going to do it in like in, a, in a, some people put it in a meatloaf a little bit, I would use maybe a half a teaspoon and put it in there and mix it up into into a, one and a half pounds of meat. It's very concentrated, and you just use just a little bit if you're going to use it at all. But if you do it on a smoker, 
you know, you don't have to use it. But if like if you're going to do it in your oven, a half a teaspoon of that liquid smoke, and that'll give it uh, that'll give it kind of a barbecuey taste. There's so, nothing wrong with liquid smoke. So less liquid it, smoke is just a it's just a, a recipe ingredient. That's all it is. But less is more on liquid smoke, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to put too much in because it it'll taste like. Well, you know, I had this in the oven, and it tastes like an oak tree. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a chaser, Quake. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Steve, give me real quick, your, uh, just for folks that may want to do some ribs, uh, and I know you probably, um, I didn't have you prepare for this question, but I know you probably got something in your head. For ribs? Yes, sir. Spare ribs. Turn, uh, trim them down to St. Louis cut, or, you know, what I do is I always buy them with already, or after they're already trimmed down to St. Louis. St. Louis, Again, I like St. Louis. That, set that smoker at 285 degrees, and what you're going to do is, uh, there's a membrane on the back of the ribs, you got to peel it off. It's real easy, you got to grab it, you grab it with a napkin, and it pulls right off. It's very simple. And if you leave that, if you leave that membrane on there, the back, the, the, the rub that you put on the back won't get into the meat good. But, um, take the membrane off, and whatever rubs you want to use, do it back and front, Put them on the smoker at 285 degrees. Again, I do it in a pan. You certainly don't have to. Um, about an hour into the cook, spritz them real good, and uh, that just kind of helps keep the meat moist. Yep. After an hour and a half, check them. And what I would do, if they're around 100 and anywhere from 140 to 160 degrees, which they probably will be, um, take them out, put them in a big piece of foil, put them meat side down, before you, and before you put them in there, Get some honey, brown sugar, and squeeze butter, and put it on the foil, and then put the and put the spare rib right exact right on top of that concoction, and then do the same thing to the back of the rib, and right before you close it up and you fold it, put about a, a half a cup of apple juice into the foil. You're gonna make like an envelope, right? And then what you're gonna do is fold it up really, really tight and put it back on the smoker for another about an hour and a half, and uh, they will be perfect. Nice. You know, a lot of people like fall off the bone ribs, and they're good, but those ribs are really are really overdone. Uh, the perfect rib, and you'll have this if you follow this method. When you bite it, it comes right off of the bone, but it leaves a bite like you bit into an apple. Right. All the meat doesn't fall off, and it's so tender and, it, and when you eat a rib that's done right, it is so much better than a fall off the bone rib. You'll 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 immediately know the difference. Like this is better. It's it's not it's not mushy. It's got some firmness to it, and that helps in the taste. Good stuff, Steve. Bringing the heat. I like it. Uh, tell the folks about your barbecue show tonight at seven o'clock and your Hall of Fame guest. Yeah, seven o'clock. Meathead Goldwyn, direct from Chicago, Illinois. He'll be on the Butcher Barbecue Hotline on the show, the Allison's Barbecue Show Live, and we'll have a full hour with me hitting up. If you've got a question, Quake and Joe, about about barbecue, this is this is the guy you want to talk to. This serious talk. This is like bringing in Ted Williams to a hitting instruction. Right. This is the guy you want. Um, you know, I know a little bit, uh, but I couldn't. I can't hold a wheelbarrow to what what uh, Meathead knows. He knows it all, and he'll he'll get you straightened out. And he'll help you. He also knows the science of food and why things work. He and I had a great discussion one time on another show about the magic of 210 degrees. And someday, next time we get we visit, we'll go over 210 degrees and why that's a magical number in barbecue. Sounds like a plan, man. And we'll talk about. We may even talk about that tonight on the show. 
Tonight, 7 o'clock, the Owl's Nest Barbecue Show with Steve Ray and Meathead. Be listening. <laughs> you can learn some stuff from Memorial Day. You know, the guy's name is Meathead. He knows his stuff. He's an expert. Absolutely. That's right. Steve, thank you, my Thanks, friend, Steve. as always, man. You guys have a safe Memorial Day weekend. Appreciate the time. You, you got too. it, Steve. Thank you, and you have a safe yeah. Memorial Day weekend as well.